Hello, everyone. This is the Shuffle Bus, and I'm your host, Jesse Bergman. One of these days, I'm going to get to be the host. As always, I... What? Yeah, no, I'm the host, man. That's the way it works. As always, I have Neil with me. Hi, Neil. Hi. We are back for episode 11. Um, we're, we're just trucking right along. This bus is rolling, and uh, we're going <laughs> to... We're going to talk some Wave 5 spoilers again today. Uh, I think we're going to discuss stratagems. I mean, they're coming out at such an alarming pace that I'm not sure we're going to get to cover all of the spoilers before the set releases. But that's okay. I I mean, there's lots of great resources out there. I mean, just about every content creator, except for us, thanks, Watsy, uh, has gotten spoilers. So I guess we don't get the Watsy love. That's okay. We still love the game. They're just mad because sometimes I... I'm mean to them, but <laughs> sometimes you just tell the truth. It's funny. We're remember we're a transparency pod, so I spent like eight hours on the last podcast talking about how great Perceptor is. So like they should like that. Yeah, but that that wasn't designed by them. Shh. <laughs> no, I I mean Shh. obviously we <laughs> obviously we love Transformers. You guys there are, are lots all of cards in the game that I get very excited about and I like. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's just, just a lot more. Many more cards in the game than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, uh, so yeah, we're gonna talk stratagems today to start. I think, right? I mean, These will be quick. It's not like, like, and possibly right down the drain. Like, <laughs> they're they're cool. Like, like the idea of the stratagem is cool. Yeah, let's it's, talk about that first before we go into the individual stratagems, right? Let's let's talk about this idea of like a permanent, I mean, I'm going to call it an enchantment because I'm I'm a former magic player. This is like a this is like a permanent enchantment, right? It 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 gives some really awesome abilities potentially. Right. If you want to compare it to magic cards, it's more like like a vanguard card if anybody Ooh, knows what the hell that is. Yeah, like Yeah, that's a that's Where a, you like like start with it in play that that's what's cool about it right like right yeah i mean this is this is my idea of when you talk about making a star investment in a game that has a starting team star cost you obviously want to guarantee that value which is something that to me the star cards the double pip star cards well they're meaningful we're really mostly buying those cards for the double pip icons and less about their card text although you know, if you get to play it, there's obviously a powerful ability on those cards. The the icons on the card are what we're really most interested in in the star. Right. Value. The the star cards up to this point have been like, oh, I guess I have a star left over because my guy's at up to twenty four. I should play one of these. Yep. It's and not it's, like and it's I always play missiles. one of these. And, and, yeah. and what, for whatever reason, it seems like when you build a control deck, you always hit the twenty five, and when you build an aggro deck, you're always like, man, I got a star left over. I guess it's time to slam a mount of missiles in here. I don't know how that works, but it it just seems to be how my deck building goes when I start building aggro lists. Right. It's so like you were saying, these for sure you get the like, assuming it's an effect that you want, you have it. Like it, it's not going to get lost in your deck. You're not going to ever draw it. Um. So that's to start off that's cool, right? Like and and another thing that's cool about these is that Watsi seems to be using some number of them as a pseudo like character errata. Like like they're like making the characters that they like or that they have printed in the past do what they intended them to do 
which we'll talk about a little bit more as we get into them specifically. I, I, I like to call them patch cards. Like they're right. like patching old bots to if we were playing a digital trading card game and they probably wouldn't print these cards. They would just fix the bot, right? Like they just go, this is what we're going to do to this bot to fix it. And it's going to be in patch 1.256 or whatever, you know, and right. that's, and and fix it is loose with some of these, but they're they're uh, <laughs> oh boy, they are sweet. We, like we are going to get so blacklisted by the nah. Watsu team, it's going to be so do? bad. Nothing. I, I mean, know my gonna... constitutional rights. It's... <laughs> yeah, it's not about what you can say. Optimus <laughs> Prime would let me say whatever I wanted. <laughs> Optimus would encourage honesty. You are right. right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So, well, guess what? No surprise here. We have no endorsements from Wizards of the Coast. So, <laughs> well, here yeah, we go. Everybody, everybody tell Wizards that this is a this is a crime. <laughs> this is a real sh- shame that if we they couldn't, they couldn't one, get on board the bus with us for this. Yeah, they need to get on the bus. That's yeah, I agree. Come on, wizards, get on the bus. You know every, you want to. Every interaction I've had with uh, the Watsi team has been wonderful. By the way, they're just extremely nice people. I know. And, uh, like they just hate us. They they I do. Don't. They're like <laughs> they're like whatever you do, do not give the shuffle bus people anything. I mean anything. No, so we did. We asked for one thing. It was very important. Was the like did Megatron make thirty two at packs? And we still don't know. Again, do not give the shuffle bus so. people anything. <laughs> this is, I mean, that's what it is, right? We we were like, hey, we just need to know if Megatron made top thirty two, and I'm like, God, man, well, we we are just not important think, enough for that. I think he okay. probably just forgot about it. Like that's I a weird question, and we only talked to him while we were at the event, like. If you I know, to this, but I like he'll email time. you. Yeah, yeah. I'm Drew. We love you, and uh, you know Matt. We love you. It's we're, we're just uh, we're just riffing on you guys a little bit since we didn't get any spoiler love in Wave Five. So maybe well, Wave Six, but you yeah, never know. Maybe jump. they'll make a card specifically called "No Spoilers Allowed" and give it to us. <laughs> Be a blank card. <laughs> Double they'll just give us a fake one. It'll yeah, look real, right. but yeah. and then everybody will think that we're just like a bunch of hacks. It'll discredit us totally from the. <laughs> Yeah, you never know, man. You never know for sure. Well, you know, if that happens, sounds like fun. Let's go have a good time with it. So, all right. Well, here we go. Let's uh, let's get let's to dive into these uh, right, so stratagems because of, there's like as of March fifth. Yeah, as of March fifth, we will read the spoilers here and talk about them. Uh, again, thank you to Computron's Lab for always displaying these in such with such great accuracy and speed they're just up like the same day there's well every time and the website looks great like i don't know maybe it's a girl but whoever runs that site is just on top of things so mad props and of course the fortress maximus people i want to give you a mad props too because you have been working i know double time to allow the deck builder to start using these uh cards the heads and the the you know stratagems and all of this stuff i mean there's been a lot of new mechanics introduced that I'm sure really messed with the deck building software and the fact that you've just been crushing it in terms of getting that out. Good stuff, my friends. Okay, so let's let's talk about the first one here. It is called All Out. It is for specifically Wind Charger Autobot Warrior. Who is a new bot for Wave 5. Right. And it's funny because his stratagem is like the opposite of what he does. <laughs> <laughs> like he's his thing is like 
on the first turn of the game, he gets plus three attack. Just the one time. But it's the all-out stratagem says once per game when your wind charger autobot warrior attacks and is your only character on the battlefield, he gets plus three attack. Then you flip it. When you flip him, they're turned off. Uh, and it costs a star. So we're adding a star to his cost, and we're giving him one time if he's your last surviving guy, he attacks big again. So he's like, the very first attack and the very last attack are both like slightly bigger. Now, now I just want to say, again, in the sake of transparency, since we're a transparency pod, um, I, I don't understand this this choice. Do you understand this choice? Maybe I'm just missing the boat here, but it feels to me like your opponent would be, have to be really bad to leave all wind charger with an all out as the last bot. So assuming they even care. Well, like, right, right, sure, but let's let's just let's just let's make the assumption that they care. Right? Let's make the assumption that um that this is somehow going to matter, right? This leap into battle is going to matter at the end of the game and uh it's it's going to be problematic like wind charger is not exactly carrying a stat line that says i'm galaxy prime i'm going to stand here and go toe-to-toe with you until the bitter end so i don't even if he just like attacks for what does he attack for seven on the one side because he has four attack base like i guess that's a big attack for uh a seven star but it's actually an eight star if you're playing the stratagem and like meh i don't know yeah, like, I mean, I'm I'm kind of feeling you like, on this. I'm like, I'm not sure this is ever, like, I don't even know if I would try this in casual. Like, it it just doesn't, it doesn't feel like it matters. And like, why would I invest a star in that? I, I right, it's, I don't know. It's just a weird thing. Uh, he's a super rare. The bot is. Um, so like, it's never going to come up in limited. Like, I I like what they're doing with the super rares so far that they've shown where they're like. They're, like, reasonable guys. Like, they're pretty good. Uh, but they don't probably have, like, high-level competitive value. Because that's how you get, like, the the huge, ridiculous prices on, like, the Optimist or whatever is when the super rares are good and constructed. Well, so, and, like, and up until Wave 3-ish, and even, even for the most part Wave 3, with the exception of Major Shockwave, the second-hand market, like, because we're talking about second-hand market here... Uh, the 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 really dominant cards were never the SRTs. Like Wave One's SRTs, uh, there really wasn't an SRT from Wave One that was really like out of control, right? Legendary Warrior B was okay. Um, Nemesis was the other one, right? No, Nemesis is a rare. So the other one was uh, um, maybe it was Nemesis. Oh yeah, Nemesis was the other super rare. Right. And I and it I suppose should. yeah, you're right. And, OPBL and I, should have been a super rare, but is yeah. I I mean obviously like. Um, the fact that Nemesis was uh, super rare, he he is arguably uh, impactful bot from the Wave One meta, right? Because the 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 touch deck with OPBL and Nemesis was a, a thing, but um, it, it also wasn't like the best deck in the format by any stretch, right? Like Bugs just came out and and you know pretty much rocked that world and and Scrap sure, was a there rare, was like, so you know just an evolution of that because that was the beginning of the game. Right, right. So but obviously, when, those cards you just named uh, are are more powerful than uh, Wind Charger is, right? Like, right. Oh yeah, all of those cards are to me have more impactful plays on the game than Wind Charger does, at least in the current situation. Now, I I think Wind Charger is cool, and I think 
he wants to be in an aggro list. And I think if you're going to maximize win char- charger, it's going to be an aggro list. I know we're not going to talk about bots a ton here, but I think it's important when we're talking about all out because I just don't think all out has a place in that. And I mean, I'm not going to play some sort of control right. list it's- with wind charger. Cause I'm, t- I hate to be the one to break it to you, but like attacking for seven in a control list is just not going to get it done. I, I mean, we can talk not, all day about that. Not when that. you can only do it two times a game, one on turn one and one on turn last. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, and so I I mean, this this card's fine. This is these cards are gonna fall all into the same kind of thing for me, where like very few of them are interesting enough to like change my mind about how I'm gonna play the guy and if I'm gonna play the guy at all. Um but this one it, it does something. So we'll talk about some later that don't do anything, but this this one does something. So let's let's go to the next one. Uh, aerial enhancements. This is specific to Trax Autobot Warrior. Again, it's one star. Well, your Trax Autobot Warrior is in alt mode. He has the plane trait. Yeah, and so Trax is a car. Uh, I think this is an interesting. It was spoiled by Kevin Allen. Um, you know, Kevin's a obviously made known for kind of his four wide cars list that won Gen Con. Um, and what's interesting about this is um, I'm not sure what we gain with the plane trait with cars, but I'm, I'm curious because I guess it potentially can turn on some okay-ish cards, but I, I mean like... Unless yeah. there's more... Unless there's more stuff than we've seen in the spoilers yet, uh, this one does close to nothing, I think. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm this convinced. This is a nine-star super rare. It's another super rare that's kind of like, like, he's cool. He's got good text on him. I would for sure play him in limited. Like, um, but I just, I don't see a place for the stratagem, you know. And maybe I'm totally missing something, and maybe there's something cool for planes in the set that changes that, but... For the time being, it's just kind of a thematic thing, and it's... Uh, well, you know, they, they revealed Concealing Contrails today, which is a battle card, and we're not going to probably get to battle cards today, but, um, you know, that's a plane-specific, and I guess, I suppose... And there were a couple that have the plane-specific color icon, the new mechanic from the set that, like, they only have that color icon on battle flips if you share the type with it. So that's, I mean, that's a real thing, I guess, as... If if somehow you open uh, a tracks in limited and you want to play them like like let's say we're drafting or whatever like you'll be able to pick the aerial enhancements if you want it <laughs> right like and you if you have the the tracks but I I don't know I don't for now it's it's again just kind of whatever right so let's move on to the next one um it's called better things to do than die uh it's for springer aerial defense which is the wave two springer the the, the not good springer <laughs> yeah the not the 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 less good springer i mean he's okay yeah he's he's not completely terrible he's just not all that impactful and boy does wave th- four springer kind of make him look a fool but yeah right because uh, wave so, four springer is like the best bot in the game close to it and so like old springer is kind of not so but i love this card because it sounds like the title of a bond film like <laughs> better things to do than die <laughs> da, 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 da. yeah all right so uh this stratagem says when your springer aerial defense is on the battlefield and you flip him to another mode repair one damage from him I mean that's interesting. 
Right, that's sure. going to do something. This uh, this is the first one that actually does something, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I think mean, this is something that's legitimately going to give if, you on if you want to play effect. your Springer, your your Wave Two Springer. If you want to play the Wave Two Springer, like this is a card you could play feasibly. Like the the triple changers want to flip a lot, and it gives them a thing. Like it gives it, them. A, it does. And I, I think I think they're obviously going for this idea that you can extend his health pool, which is probably his greatest weakness, um, through repair. And this gives you a consistent repair outlet, right? Something right. that I, again, if if you care about playing the old Springer, like you'll be able to flip him a lot because you'll have the flip card, like you'll play conversion engine or whatever, probably, and you could take advantage of this to heal an amount that. Well, I I personally don't think that healing is very good. The like they never have really printed a card that consistently heals for three, but this card would heal him for, you know, potentially a lot over the course of the game. This card will heal for two per turn, right? So um, the question is, what are you doing with Springer, this particular Springer, when, when he's not attacking? Because we get value out of flipping the wave for Springer, right, when he's not attacking. So you're kind of foregoing flipping anything else on your team in order to maximize the healing right. potential. And, and this Springer doesn't have a trigger, so like you're just flipping him to, to repair him, I guess. I, yeah, I, I think that's, I mean, it's kind of like playing like a half of a medic, right, for your flip, which doesn't seem great. But uh, I, I could stand corrected. I mean, I know that some people have been, you know, in the community tweaking on repair decks for a while, and I know that some have come kind of close with specialist ratchet and his like pump with healing and so this might kind of synergize with that a little bit and help ratchet get big um i guess we'll just see i i I mean obviously i mean we're just on the list of cards that they like add a start of your super rare that you have in your binder because you've never played him and it does a little bit and i think that's the goal is to maybe make you think about getting that bot out and doing something and this is one that that maybe scratches more, the deck. I'm more interested itch. in this one. Like, if you came to me and you said, we're going to play a tournament where you have to play one of the super rares, it's not good. Like, so far, this is the best thing that we have, <laughs> <laughs> we have read about. All uh, right. So let's move on to uh, Camion Toughness. Um, oh, God. For for just... What a terrible super rare. Windblade Combiner Hunter. It's, it's so sad. Even I mean, when the Combiners was good, she was not good. I know. <laughs> Isn't that weird to think about? Like, like here's this no, ability. No, she's just not good. <laughs> yeah, but but it's interesting because, like, you obviously built this card with that impression in mind that Windblade was going to have a place in the meta as an anti-combiner stratagem and strategy. And ultimately, what we got is an unplayable super rare out of wave two. Um, and in this one, it says Windblade Combiner Hunter has plus one defense and plus one health for one star. It's fine. Uh, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know what her stats are, so I don't even well, know if on. this is good. I'll get them for you because she's not a reasonably, she's not an unreasonably statted bot. Um, it's just that you just don't for, for your primary bot having no, um, you know, relevant effect. It seems really bad. She's in alt mode. She's five fourteen two, 
And then um, it, her ability in alt mode is when you flip to this mode, reveal the top card of your deck. If it has bite all icons of at least two different colors, you may I know play. what her I know what her text says. Oh, so, okay. So you said five fifteen two five fourteen two. Okay, so she becomes five fifteen three. And how many right. stars is she? Uh, she is twelve stars. So this so takes for her to thirteen stars. For and she t- she turns into a six fourteen two in bot mode. So she goes to she goes to six fifteen three with this stratagem. Still doesn't seem great to me, but if you want to play Windblade, you get a thing that makes your Windblade a little bigger. Yep, that's that's exactly right. So she looks cool though. Man, that picture is sweet. Yes, yeah, she is. She's got <laughs> sweet art. I mean, that's yeah. that's one thing about Windblade. Um, and but I probably won't be breaking Windblade out anytime soon over other thirteen star bots in the in the game with this stratagem. There's gonna be like a big new. Uh, Oh, what's that guy called? You're gonna need you're gonna need him to beat the the sky shadow or the yeah. I mean, if if one of those combiners if one of those combiners becomes a real thing, you can then, keep her in your binder because she's still bad. I I don't know at that point, man. Like I don't know if like if the whole meta turned into eighty percent combiners, she can't be bad at that point, right? The whole meta was combiners for a while when she was legal and she was bad then. <laughs> like I don't. <laughs> <laughs> like that well, happened but already that, that, once. That was, but that was but that was because she had bad stats. Remember? <laughs> now okay. we got good stats. Right. Well, I'm going to okay. be nicer to this one than I am to the next one. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, that's that's saying something. So, what's the next one, Neil? Let's let's run down the next one because I know this is. Uh, I think your we should let's, skip, let's skip this. Of... Well, let's leave this one for last. <laughs> okay. Because I got. <laughs> we've already discussed it at Lake, oh, but man. I will give the spiel to the listeners after we move to the next one. So, <laughs> All right. So. So skipping that one, and if anybody's on Computron's lab watching us go through this as they're listening, then they know which one we've skipped. But uh, let's go to Master Converter. This is for Blitzwing Relentless Foe. And it says, while Blitzwing Relentless Foe is in either alt mode, he has tank and plane traits. Again, back to the traits thing. I I think we have to see more of the battle card set to make a real determination on this. This... This one specifically has a cool thing where, again, I I don't think Blitzwing is very good. I don't think this card is very good. But one cool thing that this card does do is it makes your two-pronged attack do both parts. Dude, I thought you still had to choose one on two-pronged attack. You choose one of your characters, and if it's a tank, do this. If it's a plane, do this. Oh, okay. So, because so that it's actually both, does turn two-pronged attack on on both sides. You get to do... So if, chooses two if you play you like cards. a mediocre guy and a one-star stratagem, your two-pronged attack becomes double value, assuming that you want both halves of it. So, so that's kind of neat, right? Like, uh, and Blitzwing, like, I love Blitzwing since I was a little kid. I was Me too. Excited. It was like my favorite toy, uh, right? But he's not as cool as Astro Train, but he's a uh, yeah, he's cool, right? Like, uh, he's just like a sweet bot, and so. More than I ever wanted to like play the Springer, I wanted to play the Blitzwing, but again, he's just kind of meh. But, you know, this does a little bit. Um, but that, you know, the the two-pronged attack thing is about it, right? Like, it lets mm-hmm. you, like, hunker him down in yeah, either the hunker side. Yeah, da- the hunker down's kind of interesting, because you can... Um, you have to be in bot mode because hunker down forces you to alt mode. So you you have to go to bot mode. But if you go to bot mode and hunker down, now 
uh, you can hunker down into either alt mode side. I wonder if it. I wonder if it lets you hunker into plain mode or not. Because it says while it's in alt mode, it has the tank thing. So I wonder if it doesn't work because he's in bot mode. That's an interesting question. Well, because I think let me let me pull up hunker down just to make sure we're not um, saying wrong here. But I'm pretty sure it says hunker down says flip one of your characters from bot mode to tank mode. So you have to be in bot mode, and then you can go to either of the tank modes, and then you can upgrade it with an armor. So right, I, I just wonder if the plane mode is actually also a tank while he's in bot mode because of the way it's worded. That's I don't know. Maybe we'll get a, a ruling on that, but yeah, I could see I, it either seems way. Seems like an FAQ sort of question. Yeah, that that makes sense. I see what you're saying now. So this is this is interesting. I mean, it might get you know. I I definitely think for a casual list, I probably try to play a Blitzwing list with Master Converter just for fun and see. How powerful it is. And it also, again, goes back to what the tank trait pips in uh, plain trait pips are. One one thing about it is that, in general, the cards that are specific to tanks or specific to planes are interesting. They're not all good, but they're cool. Like, Hunker Down's a cool card. Like, Aerial. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this doesn't do nothing. It's... I wouldn't I wouldn't advocate you trying to play Blitzwing in a competitive tournament, but if you like Blitzwing, this is a card that's interesting. Um one of the ones that I, I'm gonna move on here. Uh this this is one of the ones um this is one of the ones that I think is in, is actually cool. Um I don't know if it does anything yet, but it's like it's not tied to uh you playing like a random twelve star super rare. Um, you do have to play Clobber, who's one of the heads that they have previewed. Um, and he's the only Dinobot head, which is kind of neat. I mean, everybody loves Dinobots, right? Like, how do you not? Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I'm I am less of a Dinobot fan than everybody else is, but that's cool. Uh, like, I get it. So, so Clobber is a four-star head, um, and he has Bold 3. So he's one of the, like, bigger heads. Bold 3 is a good ability. Um but this is called Me Grimlock, You Grimlock. Yeah. What a <laughs> name. so man. good. That's a good yeah. name. That's a good name. Congrats. Me Grimlock, Me King. <laughs> yeah. <it's- laughs> Congrats, Watsy, on naming yeah. this card. But uh, so it says, while your clubber is in head mode, the character is on has the Dinobot trait. Now, I don't know if that's cool or not. Um, the Dinobot cards, like uh, Dino Chomp and. It escapes me now. It's utility orange pip uh bold two. Uh steel jaw. Yeah, I don't remember. Jaws of, Jaws of Steel. Jaws of Steel. And then there's also electrified um, spikes from the last set, yeah. right? Yeah. And so this is a thing that like like those cards are very mediocre. Um, but you know, in wave one we had the the sludge deck where you just like heal all the damage with your sludge. So now you can do it to anybody with this stratagem. I don't know if that's good, but it's at least powerful. And this this stratagem, unlike all the ones we've talked about up to this point, doesn't require you to commit 10 plus stars of your team to the guy that it's aligned with. Um, which inherently, I think, makes it more powerful than the others because you have more wiggle room with whatever else you're doing. I agree. Like, you can just make... Here you go. You can make Perceptor a Dinobot, Neil. Hey, I... I might. I, I know you might. I'm quite aware. <laughs> the that problem this... is, is that I can't waste my flips on healing all the damage off him with sludge <laughs> when I have to flip him to draw cards. That's true. That's true. That's a, but, 
but you know um, you can you can figure that's a that's a minor problem to figure out you can get that sorted out so so, so i i think this one's cool again it's none of these are like game-breakingly powerful or anything but it's possible that they do something fun um the next one is uh for bludgeon electric warrior who this is our first one um of a guy that is just a common yeah so this is a stratagem that impacts um impacts a common full bot it's not a body so that's also interesting and um it's it they're both common so if you were playing limited this seems like a a potentially easy to put together something that you could something you could feasibly do if it if it's good right and it seems like it's pretty good like if you were like you're gonna play bludgeon and limited he's pretty strong um and this adds a star to him and it says when your bludgeon electric warrior attacks and you don't flip a battle card that has more than one battle icon put one of those cards you flipped into your hand after the battle mm, that's cool so, like it's like a, a poor man's version of opbl right well <laughs> i i think that's going a little far but uh <laughs> He, yeah, I mean, kind of. Isn't he's it? just like he's just a card advantage engine, you know. Because um, this this ability is opposite of his ability because he wants to flip different, like many battle icons. Um, and this is like, if you don't, I guess you get to draw a card. I think. I think. But it, anything that just like draws you a card, especially when you get to pick from. Something. I think this is interesting, just from a constructed standpoint, because it allows you to explore Bludgeon in two different kind of constructed decks, right? Like one kind is where you just go with a single pip um, system. You know, I mean, other than maybe your your traditional doubles, like uh, you know, checkpoints and handheld blasters or something like that. But the the other side of that is you know, you're probably not playing bold, tough strategies or shouldn't be because the more you flip, the more likely you are to not trigger this ability. But uh, the fact that it basically you play single pip cards and it gives one of those cards, if you do this and do this correctly, one of those cards, a green icon to put into your hand without having to sacrifice a card out of your hand too. It it, it might be strong, but I I don't know. Uh, It's, it's, I think, I don't think this will have a place in constructed just because essentially every card you play in constructed has more than one pip, whether it's actually a double or it has a green on it. Like, like there are very few cards that we play anymore that just go like you'd pick up with But, But in analysis world, like, like just on the surface, uh, not, not trying to go too deep here. He essentially gives all of your cards a green pip if you played single pip cards. So every card that he flips is a card you can put into your hand as long as it's a single pip card. Now, whether or not that's good, when you start talking about competitive meta, I agree. It's it's probably not. But it's an interesting concept, right? It's something that right. this, is worth a little bit of Of the ones testing. that we've read, of the ones that we've read, the, this guy... First off, I think he's a better bot than these other random bots we've talked about so far. Um, and this ability is is more powerful than the abilities we've read off so far. So I, I think, in general, it's a better card. And maybe it's good enough for Constructed. Like, it draws you two cards at least over the course of the game. Unfortunately, it only works when he attacks. But, uh, like... Maybe that's good enough. A, a star is a heavy price to pay. It is. I, I do agree. I, I mean, I, I 
it will be something that I will probably try in just early format testing just to make sure that it's my suspicions are confirmed that it's not good enough. But it is something that um, is very near making what I would call the cut for um, what I think is what you want to be trying to do in based on what I've seen in this set so far. So let's move on to the next one. Yeah, the actual good. Yeah, one. this one is good. I agree. <laughs> this is this is the one I'm really excited so, about. This one is not tied to a specific bot. It is tied to weaponizers. It's called more guns, more <laughs> power. <laughs> yeah, once per game, when one of your weaponizers in upgrade mode is put into your KO area, return it to the battlefield, upgrading one of your characters, and flip this. So one time, when your cog or your six gun or your brunt dies from weapon mode you can put them back can we just say right now the best weaponizer for this i mean there's there's no doubt even though they put six gun on this card there's no doubt who the best weaponizer is on this right i I mean it seems like it should be cog right like cog has a come into play effect that's very powerful and like you get to do it twice that's uh bonkers like I mean, we we in in the world. I mean, do you think Kent Sumner is even maybe licking his chops a bit on this one? I don't think that this has very many combo. Uh, like, like it's not going to make like another combo deck. Um, it'll just make like just because because it only happens once, so you can't like loop it or whatever. Um, and with you know the banning of uh multi-mission gear i don't think we're ever gonna like unless they print another upgrade that turns into uh more cards played um specifically actions i don't think that cog will have the like loop like he did then um but i mean let's say you're playing three wide cog or whatever and your cog dies, you draw two cards and, and play one upgrade because you miss. Like, and they essay you or they uh, vaporize you or whatever they do, and you just draw two cards again and play another upgrade. Like, it, that's like the worst case scenario, and that seems really good. And I mean, you right? could like, still continue to push that, that agenda even further with Quartermaster, right? If you really... We're trying to maximize cog triggers. Like you could still quartermaster cog after you brought him into play. It would help you potentially dodge the SA if you're worried about SA. Uh, I mean, there's 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 a lot of interesting things right. going just on here that specifically just the more guns. Like it just if like let's say you're playing six gun or whatever, not cog. Like and you're playing more guns, and you have the plus three six gun weapon on utility slot or whatever on somebody and you attack and you get essayed and you just like put it right back into play on the guy well like that's for real right that's i mean that's good enough by itself right like no you're (laughs) right and and you know what what's interesting about this though uh i mean i we were testing and and still kind of tweaking on the the green light go deck that's on fortress maximus under our account and i've done a lot of playing of that deck here recently and it's it's a powerful deck um, but what's interesting about this particular stratagem, and oh, by the way, that deck could play this, this stratagem, um, is that ultimately somewhere in the game, 
I always replace the plus one pierce four upgrade that's in the actual weapon slot with a real weapon. And unfortunately, more guns would trigger off of that because this is not a may. So this is something that you have to keep in mind when you're playing this is like the the good side you want to keep and the bad side you may want to get rid of if they're all on one character uh, would consume your more guns. And that that may be a bad thing. But I mean, maybe live. Is this an out for Megatron Living Weapon? Even potentially, like, you know, it might make Living Weapon a little better. I I don't know. I mean, I mean, Living Weapons. The the only thing I can say for sure is that it makes the weaponizers better. Uh, Yeah. As far as Megatron goes, I don't know. Like this, this one to me seems like it does more than all the ones we've talked about up to this point. It has a lot of play opportunity. I think. Right, like a real card advantage situation where you're like getting something out of it. Like some of these other ones that just give the trade or whatever, you go the whole game and not play a card that wants the plane trait and your your tracks will just like not care that you spent that star. But the more guns is going to happen and it would be like if your opponent plays in a way that it doesn't happen, that just means they're not killing your plus four cog weapon or whatever. So... Like it, I can't imagine this one being bad. No, I can't either. And I'm really excited to, uh, you know, suit this one up and, and really start playing with weaponizers because, you know, you and I both know that I've been a big fan of weaponizers from the get go and always been just really disappointed. And every, every other week, Jesse's like, Hey, let's try to build a brunt deck. (laughs) I am. I want to build a brunt deck. Like I just think he's 11 stars and has three power. I know. And he's going to go to 12 stars and three power, which seems really bad. But I mean, his ability is not irrelevant. And, um, you know, the fact that brunt dying isn't as painful because of more guns. Um, you know, that's, that's, that's interesting, but I'm with you. I think cog is definitely, the piece of the puzzle that might enter the competitive right. and, meta with this strategy. I mean, that's assuming that there's not a weaponizer in the set. Uh, right, which we haven't seen yet, but could be as well. Which would be even more awesome if we get another weaponizer, because I love weaponizers, and I'm holding out hope, because they haven't shown us Megatron yet, that Megatron's the weaponizer this time. Can a guy dream? I dream about the gun Megatron every day. Me too. Me too. So this this was the first one they previewed. And this, like, actually got me excited about stratagems. I was then let down by several in a row, but this this one is for Autobot Cosmos, Recon and Communication, who just wave one Cosmos. He's the only Cosmos, I guess. But um, he says, replace the text of 12 stars or fewer on your Autobot Cosmos, Recon and Communication with 21 stars or fewer. So this is, like, the perfect example of the, like, pseudo errata card. And, you know... In the Watsi article, when they first showed off stratagems, they talked about how that's what they what they did with this card specifically, and I think it's great, right? Like, like Cosmos has a sweet ability, and then all of a sudden, the only things that you ever wanted to like one shot with him were like thirteen or fourteen or fifteen stars, and he just sits there and does nothing because he's got one power. And like now, we have an outlet for Co- Cosmos to actually do something. Maybe, maybe I don't know. I mean. He's 11 stars, 12 stars with the orbital strike. I, I think Cosmos is still a deck that's really hard to build. And I think because of that, it's going to be a puzzle. And obviously deck builders love puzzles. And so this will be something that people think will that, try. 
I don't think that he's going to be competitive good ever. Like, it's still too hard to just guarantee that you get to do the thing. And if you don't, then you're just, like, tapping a bot and doing nothing. Well, you know, there was some there was some rumors running around on some of the social media groups um, right after Wave 3 dropped that indicated that Cosmos was very close to being... Uh, hyper competitive um, and it 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 was pushing towards that sort of you know the same kind of mentality that we ended up in with daring escape and cog and and ultimately springer daring escape uh where you know you were just using cards and card engines to draw a t- your basically your whole deck as fast as possible uh before attacking with cosmos and then you know guaranteeing the ko and i think that sort of deck probably still exists but whether or not it's whether or not it's better than playing Daring Escape, you know, for the win versus just like KOing a bot remains to be seen. But um, maybe it's more consistent than DE. I, I don't know. Maybe you're still playing well, a DE I'm sure deck along I'm with sure it. it's less consistent than DE because you can't actually draw your whole deck. You have to get your deck to like a place where him attacking like hits the last card. And like I... I don't know. He could. I could still you play think this? he's just going to be one of those casual cards. But could you play this with uh, he, with Springer and and try to do the DE thing with Cosmos as like the KO engine, like using the EMP wave? You're just gonna. I think if you do that, you're just gonna run into realizing that Cosmos is then not important because you're gonna win the game instead of just killing one of their guys. Sure. So you'll take him out and put in another bot. Sure. Like, I think this is a casual card. I think Cosmos will always be a casual card. Like, it's just. Like, because if you ever miss, you're just done, right? right? Like, you, you, you just tap your, game, your, your core guy for nothing. Yeah, your game is and over, for sure. So, like, it's nice now that he gets to, you know, kill all the bots that aren't a titan. And uh, actually, like, you know, threaten the big cores of the current meta. But I, I just, I think it's too hard. And or it's, it's not worth the work you need to put into it. Because... When you attack with Optimus, you still just like pretty much kill everything you attack anyway. Right. No, you're right. <laughs> but but he's cool though. Like this this is where the stratagems belong. Is like you add some text to an already existing bot and and you get people excited about it, right? Like like like, oh, Cosmos is cool. I always like Cosmos. Like like now he, he kills the big boys, like sweet. You know, that's that's like it gets kitchen table excited. I I don't know that some of the other ones have achieved that is is like but this one I think is is very good. Obviously there are like 30 stratagems in the set so they can't all be like amazing of course but um you know so far I I think we've talked about basically two that that maybe three that have really kind of seemed interesting. Um, but let's move on because we're we're already pushing up against an hour. Yeah, we're taking a yep. long time, and I still have six hours to talk about Jurassic Punch up there. <laughs> oh, you so, just spoiled it! But, oh, beep, beep, yeah, I'm sure nobody could figure out with their alphabet. But <laughs> all right, so next um, up is Pop Up Attack. Um, you heard it here first, guys. Jesse thinks all our listeners don't know the alphabet. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Well, that's why we're on the school bus, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why. <laughs> all right, so it's Autobot Whirl Aerial Assault being affected by pop-up attack. The stratagem says when one of your helicopters attacks and you have Autobot Whirl Aerial Assault on the battlefield, plan one. Okay. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah. Whirl is actually good. Whirl is good. Uh, Whirl is good. He's he's a super rare that they previewed today along with this card. Um I don't know how many helicopters there are. Like you want some other like small helicopters to go on your helicopter team with Whirl if you're turning this on. And even if you do, I don't know if like planning a couple times is worth a star. Maybe there's like a like a overwhelming advantage helicopters or something where you like want to plan a whole bunch. <laughs> well, know. you know, I mean, what card benefits from this is actually mining pick, right? Because now you could play in three with mining pick that gives mining pick a plus four. Right. I, it, is there is there any card in the game currently besides multi missile pod that like requires helicopters? No, I don't think so. I'm not aware of any. Um, so at least I mean, there, I, I was, maybe they'll. Maybe they'll print some kind of helicopter card that like wants to flip in battle, and then this would be reasonable, right? right? Like, so we'll just have to see. I, we'll we'll wait and see on what comes out. Maybe they're going to print like a triple pip, like like a triple orange helicopter, or like a you know like a triple orange helicopter, helicopter orange or something. And then you would go, yeah, like pop up attacks insane because now I can pull a triple pip on you know on the reg, right? So um, I, I mean that's the kind of thing that would make the card be interesting enough to consider the investment because Whirl is 12 stars, so we're going to make pay 13 stars for ultimately a bot that comes up short compared to Octone and compared to other 13 star bots that we would traditionally play in decks like um, you know even General Megatron exceeds him OPBL yeah General Megatron I mean there are just the 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 list is really really long it's an area in a, a particular star cost that is pretty crowded if we're talking about like just for the set by itself again this suffers because world is a super rare but like you know this if you're playing block this set or whatever, maybe this card's powerful. It's World is at least cool enough of a guy that having one of these that doesn't just add traits, like maybe makes yeah, them cooler. We don't know. We don't know. No, I agree. Like, I mean, <laughs> we're we're making some speculation with not out seeing the whole battle card set yet, but based on what we know today, as at the time of this recording, it it feels uh, like like we both have the same reaction. Okay, you know, I mean, like, yeah, so. I I would be excited to play Whirl. He's cool. He looks cool. The card is good. I don't know if I would play Pop Up Attack, but this one does doesn't right. do nothing. That's right. It doesn't do nothing. So we're we're uh, staying we're staying on theme. We're like we're like fifty fifty on on ones that mm-hmm. do something. All right. So <laughs> next one. So let's talk about resilience. It's for Braun. Oh Braun. I love Braun's Braun. a cool bot. Yeah. Lots of people love Braun. He's he's a little He's, He's my like little a tanky little boy. Tough guy, yeah. <laughs> He's my tanky boy. <laughs> when he defends, when your Braun Demolitions defends, he gets plus defense equal plus defense until end of battle equal to the attacker's This is total. cool, man. I gotta tell you. Like, first off, it just shuts off um I don't even know the guy's name. Uh Volcanicus. No, we're not gonna talk about Volcanicus. <laughs> It does not shut off Volcanicus. Like, it just does. No, it doesn't. Because when Volcanicus attacks, it just does okay. damage straight to the Braun. Just ruin like, my day. Like, what do you care about his defense when he just, like, takes 10 or whatever? But what, also, Volcanicus is not a real transformer. But the thing about Braun that I love about this, just, just for the sake of, 
uh, talking about it. Braun is a five star bot, right? So like he's this he's this little teeny tiny tanky guy. That's what we love about Braun. But yet he's he packs a pretty significant you know stat line. He means three nine one in melee, three nine two in in melee and truck and alt mode. So like you might play him in a trucks deck. He benefits you know in uh, from cards like four wheel drive, of course, which you want to be playing blue anyways. And the fact that like if your opponent's playing super bold decks that you know like airstrike patrol is a good example of that uh some of those other decks that are playing the supercharges focus fires like he just kind of turns most of those off i mean he reduces their value substantially so i would compare him to acid storm right like like i think acid storm is better uh if because i assume that this resilience thing is is like like a sideboard type thing I don't know if you can sideboard these, but like, because it obviously it's it's only good half the time. Like, it's not good against not bold decks, right? Like, it, it's just a wasted star. So, I think if you're boarding against bold decks specifically, the acid storm is better. And I don't even know if you can board the stratagem. So, but well, I'm not sure if that's true though, because Braun does get uh, you know plus uh, defense when he's defending against uh, an enemy that has more stars than him. Uh, for each different color among the battle icons you flip. So, like, it it seems theoretically possible that Braun could be really, really tanky combined with this stratagem could be really hard to do significant damage to in traditional combat means. The real problem with him is nine stars isn't that hard to kind of chew up through just direct damage effects, and we're seeing a lot of direct damage effects in bots in this set as well, right? So, like... I think the the scalability of direct damage is going up substantially in wave five. Just initially, that's my initial impressions, and and Braun may suffer from that. But I do think this is an interesting stratagem, and for six stars, it may be better than we think. Um, right. That's it's just like the one I was talking about with Clobber, where because the guy it's attached to is small, this is the kind of stratagem that you can throw in and still have a lot of flexibility with the rest of your team. I don't know if Braun is good enough, but this one has an, a, a reasonable effect on the game. It's also common, cheap. which means that Limited is going to make this card really good, I think. I mean, because flat defense stats in Limited is still really strong, assuming that we don't get a ton of black pips. If we get a ton of black, black pips, then it won't matter. So we'll see, what, we'll see what the set looks like as a whole when we look at just pips in the set. But let's move on to the next one, uh, Sabotage, which is for Autobot Gears, Transport, and Reconnaissance. And it says, while you have Autobot Gears, Transport, and Reconnaissance on the battlefield, enemies being upgraded can't use abilities of your opponent's cards to trigger. What? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I agree. This no, 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 awesome. no, no, no. I'm, I'm, like, I'm just saying, like, when you first read that, it gets a little... Like, my brain kind of gets into a mind meld. Like, I'm like, what is it actually saying? And then when you read it a few more times, you finally comprehend what it's saying. You're like, wow, this is this is pretty good. This is a pretty good stratagem. Of, of the, like, just power level of the effects that we've read up to this point, this is the most powerful. Like, like just the text. You know, there's, like, like, at the base level, like, bashing shield doesn't work. Uh, enforcement batons doesn't work crushing size doesn't work right like it, i mean it hits a lot of cards in the meta right like it it really does do quite a yeah, bit it it really screws up your cog like it uh it's 
that text is very powerful. And, you know, I, I don't know if Gears is good enough. He's another common, and this is another common stratagem, so you'll see it in Limited, and I don't know if it's worth playing in Limited because it doesn't actually buff him very much, and you have less coming to play upgrades in Limited, but uh, he's neat, right? Like, like, he moves upgrades among your enemies, so if they have, like, a bashing shield or whatever, and you move it over, it won't trigger if you have this in play. Um, he, It's just, this is a very cool one. I don't know what it does yet. This is, like, like you remember when Wave 4 came out, and I was so excited about involuntary promotion, just because, like, it seemed like it did something powerful? This kind of feels that same way, where it feels like it does something powerful, uh, yet to be seen if it's actually good. Right. Yep. And I and I agree with that. And obviously playing gears with the sabotage for eight stars still gives you a lot of bot lineup flexibility. So uh it remains to be seen. The jury's still out on this one, but I'm with you. I think once you wrap your head around what that text says, you start to go, Man, there's a lot of uh play pattern disruption there. Yeah, it and it it doesn't just turn off the abilities on the the weapons. It also turns off like like if you had like a wave one wheel jack where when you when you upgrade them you draw and discard like that just it turns that off too like it turns off bot abilities that become upgraded uh so it's it's pretty cool yeah it's pretty it's really neat i'm i'm looking forward to seeing this i mean this is obviously a control piece right we're starting to talk about what i would start to consider real control magic in the game when you start talking about sabotage and gears and what he's doing and so sometimes those puzzles are harder to solve which means i don't think gears will and sabotage will have an immediate impact on the meta but i could see this as the meta starts to uh, mature that this card starts to rise up some we'll see we don't know but but i mean it's definitely something that's interesting to me so the the next one is saturation bombing. It's for windsweeper air defense. Um, oh, I, I you have love, to love this yeah. guy, right? Like he's he's like like some kind he's, of damage he, movie <laughs> plane. Like yeah, it is. Like, it is. I mean, right I, I'm, I'm a sucker for the seeker style damage, direct damage like decks. I I don't. None of them are quite there yet, but um, I do like windsweeper. He's cool. So. Without without going into the windsweeper itself, he's a super rare. He he moves some damage around uh, in a similar fashion to like how the planes like to move individual damage around. But the the stratagem also does that. So once per game, when you flip your windsweeper air defense to alt mode, and he has a number of damage counters equal to or greater than the number of enemies, move one damage counter from him to each enemy. So he like bombing runs them, but only from himself. And that's and that because you do flip this after um, you're done. But this is. This can be a powerful ability. It could do a lot of damage for sure. Um, I mean, its its power level is you know very dependent on your opponent's team because if they're just playing too tall or whatever, it's not very good. So as as I read this, I want to just make sure I'm as I'm reading this, I just want to make sure I'm comprehending it correctly. Let's say my opponent's playing four wide and my windsweeper gets four damage on him, and so then it triggers the stratagem and it says move one damage counter from him to to each enemy so i'm going to move all four damage but is it four to each enemy or is it one to each enemy no one to yeah each that's enemy. what i was thinking but it, it was just i don't know why the wording yeah. was tripping me up you but. have to flip him to alt mode too he it doesn't just happen uh and i mean it's this one seems good like if you're if you're on the windsweeper plan this is on the windsweeper well, plan right like you know my jank my jankville stop will probably include a windsweeper deck at some point just just fair warning um yeah i mean I, it's definitely a card that i want to explore and i 
I feel like Windsweeper is, you know, an easy bot to kind of jump into and try. Uh, and I have a, at least a, a, a little bit of background, you know, experience with damage moving plane decks. So I can at least come at it from a little bit more of an experienced position. Yeah, I think he's cool. Uh, and and I, this, this stratagem is very straightforward, but I think it's straightforwardly good. Like it's it's an ability that Windsweeper wants, and uh, like that's again, this is the kind of stratagem that they should print, where you're attracted to it and you're attracted to the character because of it. Um, so let's go to the next one. This one, this one is like not really the same as the other ones because you kind of have to have it. But um, so this Sky Shadow Sink. Say that three times yeah. fast. Uh, <laughs> it's for Sky Shadow. So it's the triple S. Uh, when you have Sky Shadow tank or Sky Shadow plane is KO'd and you have Omnius outside the game, combine them into Sky Shadow Elite Warrior with Omnius in head mode. So this is just a combiner thing. Yeah, it's how they trigger the combines, combiner, right? Right. So if you're playing these guys, you're playing this stratagem. This is like the only like you have to play this if you're playing this guy stratagem, right? Like. Um, and it gives you a free Omnius, which I think is interesting. It, it is uh, interesting because that's like cheating. What's Omnius it's like? Outside three the game. or four stars? Is Omnius three stars? I don't remember. Uh, I, will have to, I will have to look because the heads are all so the same. Yeah, I know, right? Like they blend <laughs> in. But I'm, I'm pretty sure Omnius is three stars. Um, He's the Pierce one, right? right? He's the Pierce four, yeah. right? Yeah. So like, I think you're gaining a three star he advantage. Is, he is a three star bot. Um and the other guys are only seven apiece, it looks like. Unless I so you pay correctly. 14 for them, 15 with the star. You still have 10 stars remaining, which is interesting, uh, which makes him cheaper than Dreadwing. And I think this makes him potentially playable because that was always a problem with Dreadwing. Dreadwing was just too expensive. You couldn't put a me- like a medium-sized bot alongside Dreadwing. And so you ended up in this situation where really you were playing kind of a one-tall deck because your, your speed bumps didn't last and now you could actually go too wide with two speed bumps on this and end up like in a this dude like the combiner side of him is just better than right i mean he's he is a flat upgrade over dreadwing it's you have to you have to have to you have to have like five upgrades for dreadwing to be better than this guy and uh so i you might be yeah he might be i'm like combiners do weird stuff where like you get an extra attack half the time and like uh, he will be a deck I'm going to try. I'm, I'm definitely going to try him early on, and he's not hard to put together because yeah. I think the bots are. I, I think he's very common or common or something. So, but the uh, they're rare. Oh, they're rare. Okay, still not still yeah, not difficult. The, so is the Omnius. Okay. Um, but the stratagem's common, and I mean, there's not much to say about this stratagem. If you're playing Sky Shadow, you're playing this because you Correct. have to. Yep. All um, right, so let's go on to the next so, one. So, swap mm-hmm. heads. Uh, specific to Titan Masters. Um, so you have to have two Titan Masters as to work, but maybe you're doing that anyway because it's the key mechanic of the set and every key mechanic of the set up to this point has been good in the meta it's been in. But I don't know if this card specifically is good. Yeah, it's so hard to say. Once per game, when you flip one of your characters that has a character in head mode on it, you may swap that head with one of your other character's heads when you do flip this. It's got a picture of like, isn't That's it a got mouthful. a picture of like, it almost looks like, who's the guy next to Optimus on this? That's, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, that there. makes sense. Uh, Cerebros. So I'm like, who, who's um, is that? Like, but it makes sense. Like, I mean, this is interesting to me because you could, you could in theory play, um, 
play this with two Titan Masters, like you're saying, and we just don't know the impact of Titan Masters and what the heads have for an impact when you talk about, um, you know, about the meta and, and how it impacts the game. Because if Titan Masters are good and if two Titan Masters are good, which is also an if question right now, then they could you could pay significant stars for um, for a sorry, I I lied. It is it is flame out. Okay. Uh, not okay. cerebros. Um, but, but anyways, if if you <laughs> if you um, you know if you have two Titan Masters and one of them is the 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 signature head, quote unquote signature head, and the other one's a less signature head, like this could give you some significant offensive advantage in the form of uh, extra bold or significant defense advantage, especially when we talk about the tough uh, three, you know, version of this. Like moving that over for an extra attack seems really solid um right is it worth a star yeah maybe i i don't know it's it is powerful though to like like kind of pick them how you want them to be when when your guys are tapped right like so if you have if you open up with the tough guy on your core and you like attack with the bold guy on your small guy like to get the extra power and then like flip him so he has the extra defense and then your core guy gets to swing with the big attack like i assume that's the idea behind it um i don't know if that's good enough but it's it's cool right what i'm like waiting on on this card in particular is the wording um is interesting because it says once per game and traditionally once per game effects can apply on your opponent's turn and so this may be the first well uh Traditionally, they do, right? Like, when we've had other once-per-game effects, it was usually because something was getting KO'd. It, it, right. It's once-per-game when you flip one of oh, your okay. characters. So, it has to be on your but turn. But you can do that you, with Swerve, too, by the way. Transform. Sure. If you Swerved them, then you could do yeah, it on your yeah, opponent's I mean, there are, turn. Yeah, I mean, there are potentially reactionary cards that, that could uh, engage this on an opponent's turn, which is kind of a extra gotcha for potentially the tough component but anyways we'll see we'll see how this all plays out um i I, not much else to say on swap heads until we know more about titan masters and how they actually impact the game okay so let's talk about weapons cache this is for roadbuster ground assault commander he's the record leader and he's he's real sweet i think he's a good card yes i do think Um, this card's really good the stratagem the stratagem is like I don't know. Well, okay, so I was thinking about this. <laughs> if right, and we we haven't seen star cards it, yet it, from this set. That's something that right, we haven't really seen star cards yet because I'm thinking the energy crystal isn't a star card or is it? The weapon armor one? I don't know off the top of my head. I'm trying um, to remember. It is it is yeah, not a so, star. So we still haven't seen a star card. It was the only card I wasn't sure whether or not it had a, a star on it. But if we get a like we can already see like adding a mounted missiles is good. We've talked about like windmill slamming mounted missiles and aggro decks at the start of the episode. Like that's something that's going to be the weapon we can put in for one star with this with Roadbuster, right? The the armor is less. Uh, it's a little more unclear as to what armor I would want to use right now. Um, right. I mean in. Just on the text of this card, it says your deck can have up to one extra star of weapons and up to one extra star of armors. So the text on the card nets you one star because the card itself is one star. And if you want to play 
a one-star weapon and a one-star armor, then I guess you get a free star out of the deal. So I that's that's what it is, right? Like, I, I don't know that this one's very complicated. No, it's not. Um, like you were saying, I don't know that there exists a weapon or armor with a star that is so good that I want to play this. Like, we were talking about the star cards, how they all just happen to fall into your deck when you're done. And I think, you know, that's what yeah, this, this is, is going to be. be if you have those that can go in the that's, pile that's like exactly what i mean like if if we get an armor where we actually get value from the extra plus one and, and somebody's probably going to send us a message and say hey you dummies you forgot this card sorry it, it, it's very possible that i'm not thinking of a good armor right now but um if we get a good star pointed armor then i think this is exactly the deck we're talking about where when you get to that 24 stars and you're like oh i guess i got a star left over i'm going to slam mount of missiles and you just go okay cool like now I'm going to slam weapons cash because I'm playing Roadbuster instead for whatever reason. And now I get an, at least an extra star point out of it. And it kind of cheats like Blaster does a little bit, right? Where you're getting, I mean, Blaster really breaks the star limit, but this is kind of a half step between Blaster and this. Sure. Yeah. It's it's fine. I mean, the, the armors that have a star on them are Energized Field and like Blast Suit, yeah, right? Well, like... <laughs> They get yeah, really yeah. bad I mean, really fast. I mean, the only one I can think of is energized armor and or energized field or whatever it is. Well, there's there's a couple bad force fields. That's the, um, the double blue but, one is the one I was thinking of, and and then I'm not playing. Yeah. And that's that's the but first then I'm one not playing up the mountain missiles probably in that deck. It just doesn't make sense. So anyway, let's let's get the last one here. Okay, because we're we'll we're over time, so we'll have to we'll, we'll have to cut it. I know it. Yeah, we're really good at being long winded. So. So here's the one about Cup. Sergeant Cup, Veteran Sergeant. And it's called Who's Next. Name. This one's actually this one's actually pretty cool. In spite of me like just kind of being met on Cup, it, when your Sergeant Cup Veteran Sergeant is upgraded with a weapon, an armor, and a utility, and he does enough attack damage to KO a defender, untap him. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of text there, but it's like if you love Cup and you put all your eggs in the cup basket, I guess all your eggs in the cup. <laughs> You have a couple of eggs eggs at that point. (laughs) Yeah. Like, just like Rocky Balboa, you wake up and have a (laughs) cup of eggs in the morning. But, like, uh, you can can just kill him with your cup because he gets to kill one guy and then he untaps. You'll go again. He gets to kill another guy because you got all the equipment on him. And it's like, (laughs) this this is a powerful card, right? Like, not there. And,. The new cup is okay, right? Like, like he's fine, and and this is fine. Like, like this is a, this again is exactly the kind of stratagem that I want to see from a design point of view, where like it makes you excited about the character. It gives you this like cool little mini game of like I'm, I'm gonna suit my pretty, cup and I'm gonna I'm bash him with this old man. is just maiming the hell and, out of us with this card. Yeah, and but unlike some of the other ones too. If you get it off, this one like yeah. If, is if very it triggers, good. you're right. And cool ability, very strong. And maybe it's a little bit of a win more thing because you already have like the suited up guy. But I don't know. I I think it's cool. The picture's great. Like everybody on the internet loves cups, so everybody on the internet's gonna love this card. And uh, Neil, we're gonna go to magical Christmas land I, again. We this, do that around here from time to time. You're just gonna full load out cup. But who's I mean, next? I'm not going to play who's next, but yeah, yeah, uh, somebody will, you know, and 
and it I mean it does more than the triple changer ones we talked about at the beginning. It does more than the Windblade one. I'd rather play him than any of those guys. Like it's just this is an exciting card. And I think that's where the stratagem should be, you know, like they they should like the Cosmos one, they should make you want to yes, play. I agree. The and and this does do that. I mean, to be totally fair, this does do that. Yeah. So okay. let's go on. Now, so, I'm going to give you five minutes. I'm just going to mute my mic here, and I'm just going to let you talk. Up. It's going to take longer than that. God, let's, so let's, everybody who doesn't want to listen to now. me rag on like the worst card in the game, you can Thanks stop for listening us. now. Yep. Thanks for <laughs> listening to Shalom Bus. This is episode but, 11. <laughs> we'll see you in episode 12. I, <laughs> I have never been more disappointed than reading the text of Jurassic Punch. Like, like Watsi came out with their article about how, like, there's a Jurassic Punch deck. It's going to be cool. Grimlock's back. I love Grimlock. Like, I played a ton and of Grimlock one. in Wave 2. And Wave 1, sure. It, it came into its own in Wave 2. But, like, I, I'm i talking about Wave 1 Grimlock. I, I have never played Wave 2 Grimlock because Volcanicus. So, so let's let's start with Volcanicus. So Jurassic Punch requires you to have Volcanicus Fiery Champion. Well, that's impossible. <laughs> like this is a game state that doesn't <laughs> exist. Like let's let's start by by spending a star in my deck to set up for a game state that doesn't exist. <laughs> like, I told you it can exist. It just can't exist with the sludge combo. That's that's the reality of it. I, there's so many things wrong with this. I'm I'm going to read it for posterity. So. When your Volcanicus Fiery Champion attacks an enemy that has fewer stars than him, your Volcanicus gets bold until end of turn equal to the star difference. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Who cares? Like, so I've been talking about the strategy this whole time. How I believe, and this is is just me, like, Watsi can come correct me or they can hate us forever because of this. But from a design point of view, the card should make you want to play the guy like they should make you excited about the guy and when i saw there's volcanicus uh stratagem i got really excited and then i realized it doesn't actually help you make a volcanicus i got really disappointed because this card is bad from so many points of view let's start with you can't make a volcanicus like even in casuals it's really really hard to make a volcanicus like the Dinobots from Wave 2, and first off, they're all rare. rares. And so is the strategy. And the Enigmas are rare. So, like, yeah, but we know now. Like, we know you can't do it now, so you can just not buy Jurassic Punch. <laughs> no, you but should buy the, all the Jurassic Punch <laughs> like, from the store. At the time. Help support the Shuffle Bus and, 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 and yeah, come to the Shuffle wrong. Bus. And make mechanics re- no. I'll no. give them away. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so so I just what I wanted was a stratagem that like like gave you extra Dinobot flips or gave you extra attacks with Grimlock or something that binned them faster. Something that like tutored up the Enigma, who knows? Something that made the actual combining easier so that it was possible. And everybody in the comments oh, of this video, or, video or whoever is going to talk to me on Facebook is going to be like, I've made Volcanicus before. And I'm like, great. I'm glad. Like, I'm glad that you had the fun that I could never have. Like, it's it's just too hard. Now, the second thing that's wrong with this 
is that let's say we've jumped through that first impossible hoop of making a Volcanicus. Why do you need him to have bold 10? You already have a seven power, 56 health giant win the game monster. Because we, we why want do to you need to spend deck, a star to make him attack for 10 more? <laughs> why not? Let's just make this as impossible as possible. <laughs> Like it's like if your if your game is make a combiner, making the combiner should be your inevitability that allows you to win. Like you shouldn't need extra work to make your giant unfair monster beat your opponent. And so what is the point of this? Like, I don't understand. I I love Volcanic as much as the next guy, and I tried a bunch of times, but like it's just this came out. And it broke my spirit, like right in the feelings, because I knew that there was not going to be another Grimlock helper card after they showed this, because you can't commit that many slots from a design point of view in your set to these old cards. And so, like, I have this this useless thing that once in, I don't know. A, All right, I got, I got, I got, I got it, man. Once in never, I got, I, I you get it, to attack it, yeah. for bold okay. ten. Like I, um, I think it's time to put out a listener challenge. What do you think? Like challenge them to listen to me talk about this some more. Like I, I'll talk your ear <laughs> off about how much I hate this card. Well, that, that that's probably that that's that's probably even more challenging. But what I'm thinking is, I have a 35th anniversary edition Soundwave Blaster sitting here in my office. I'm staring at it right now. And if somebody can build a competitive Volcanicus deck with Jurassic Punch, they they get to take it home. We'll we will test it. So, that's like that's like not even good enough though. Like because because that checks off. Like let's say they do it. Like somebody comes up and they're like, yeah, we make Volcanicus every time and it's good. Like. Like the second thing you have to check off is that Jurassic Punch matters. Well, that, that's that's once my you point. Do that. <laughs> This is, I, and it I just won't. It never will. I don't will. disagree with you, but you've ranted now for six minutes. I let you rant for six minutes. I checked my phone. I went through social media for a few minutes <laughs> okay. there. I might have drowned out for a minute because, to be honest, I, I've listened to this conversation at least 20 times already. Um, but Right. But we've, we've talked about this at I'm length. I'm thinking yeah. this is a good challenge. I think this is a challenge for our deck builder listeners out there. If you build a Jurassic Punch, it has to be a Jurassic Punch Volcanicus deck. You can send me the list, Jesse. You can instruct me how to play it. We can even get on Octagon, and you can play me with it to show me how to play it so that I can pilot it correctly. I do not want to have the debate be, oh, you didn't pilot it correctly. And we will pair it up against Tier 1 meta decks. And, Neil, I think we can even probably put it on YouTube. I mean, I'll I'll play like poopy casual decks against it. Like, I, I don't think it'll win. <laughs> no, 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 no. I I, I want it. I want it. I think the the challenge needs to be that it be, it's competitive. <clears throat> then I will put it on stream, and the winner of the deck that does that, the winner that actually builds a deck that makes Volcanicus great again. Okay, I'm gonna print Vaga hats at this point. <laughs> Again, it's, Ma- it's Mava, not Maga. Okay, yeah. Make Ma- no, what is it? Make- yeah. I don't even know. Anyway, um, then 
the that winner will get a 35th anniversary edition of Blaster and Soundwave. In? I'm I'm in. Like Me I too. hope somebody does it. Me too. I want him to be good. Right. I, I love mean, I'm, Grimlock. I'm, I, I think but, I, uh, this is why I was excited about the clobber one, right? Because I like Grimlock. Because that actually like this the clobber one might have an effect on a game state that yep. could actually so, exist. So that's the deck builder challenge. So listeners out there, all, you know, here's your opportunity. Here's your opportunity to prove your prowess as a deck builder with a significant challenge. Somebody actually sent me something this time too. Megatron, we had the like that, that nobody sweet, did. Sweet Megatron like rap song, and nobody wanted our, our Omnibot pack. Yeah, our Omnibots. I mean, it doesn't matter now because they're for retail. But at the time, they were yep. Yep. they were unavailable. No, so we will. I'm gonna. It is. We're currently recording this March 5th. I will run the competition because the set doesn't come out till April 17th. So we will wait for the full set to come out, and we will give you one month. From the release of Wave 5. So we have all the way up until May 17th-ish to submit your deck to us. It has to be on Fortress Maximus so that we can go out and confirm the deck. And then you can communicate to us via Twitter, Facebook. Um, you know, if you want, I do have a Discord that, that's not Shufflebus branded, but we can definitely invite you to Shufflebus or to the Discord to chat. Um, and we will feature your deck on the Shufflebus.com. We will get you a 35th anniversary blaster and sound wave set. If you are overseas, uh, might have a little bit of an upcharge in shipping because uh, we don't make any money. But uh, <laughs> but but that's well, true. Well, don't we don't tell them. Um, but <laughs> yeah. okay, you can tell them. But if if you're right, I know gas in the bus, man. It is a gas hog. But anyways, um, if you if you can make the deck, make it work. Tell us how to play it. I will play it. I will do my best to represent you. And Neil will represent a tier one medalist of our choosing um, to fight it. And we will play a traditional best of three with sideboards. So if you want to build sideboards on it, great. Tell me what the sideboard choices are to help combat the meta. And let's uh, let's see. Let's see if we can make Volcanicus great again. Is fair, Neil? Is that... All right. I'm, I'm, I think this yeah. is a great challenge. I... I... I want whoever does this to win. Like, I'm. I don't think they will. I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for him. But I want it. I want him. I want I, I'm Volcanicus to so, be good. Uh, I mean, I I have ideas for Volcanicus, but uh, I don't think they are end up anywhere outside of competitive. But I do think Neil's uh, somewhat inaccurate in terms of being able to make Volcanicus. I just think it's really hard to make Volcanicus and bring Sludge out to heal him. That's the trick. But we'll see. So. Um, you know, I don't, you don't have to do the sludge thing if just as a clarity on this challenge, I just want to be able to see Volcanicus get made and see Volcanicus win against a tier one competitive list. If it can do that in a best of three, then you win a blaster 35th anniversary edition sound wave and blaster set. All right. So now we are at the official end of episode 11. Uh, episode 12, we'll dive into spoiled battle cards for Wave 5, so expect a, probably another longer-than-usual episode. The, these longer episodes take me a little longer to edit, so they do come a little slower than I had anticipated, but we are trying to get them out as fast as possible. I'm off <clears throat> on vacation, so I'm going to go sit on the beach and sip Mai Tais or Pina Coladas or something and try not to get coronavirus and <laughs> and then come back <laughs> after that. Ready and refreshed to do yeah. more bus content. 
So, um, Neil, do you have anything else to add to our listeners before we sign off tonight? No, I, I, I'm just all, I'm all triggered. <laughs> so now. go find your, like, <laughs> I, I had moved past it and go now find it's your all fresh blanket, again and get like, on the couch, you know, grab some chamomile, yeah. get, grab some chamomile tea. Mad. It'll be okay. Just, I only want some simple things in life and it's like volcanicus to be good and cool and not my favorite combiner is and... devastator has always been and the constructicons just make me sad all the time i want constructicons to be good too. i've at least had a devastator in play before oh yeah no 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 you can make devastator it just doesn't matter <laughs> so all right so that is episode 11. We will see you all in episode 12 for more bus shenanigans. Uh, thanks for being with us. And again, you know, make sure you like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And uh, we will be back very, very soon with episode 12. Thanks, everyone.